Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Great rugby caller, Bill McLaren. I remember him vividly making that line. I thought it was about Ian Jones. It was in it was in Carisbrook, Lake Carisbrook Park. and uh, Carisbrook, sorry, in Indy. And I remember saying, and uh, that must have been it, because I remember him saying, a doddy wheel like a big thundering giraffe down the sideline. And and he, Bill McLaren, to this day, was still probably the most beautiful caller of a game of rugby. Gordon Simpson used to play with him as well. He joins us right now. Sad day. Yeah, very sad day. Um, obviously, Dottie knew his destiny, but it's always um, it's always a sad day when you lose such a such a hero like Dottie and what he's sort of done on the rugby field and certainly off the rugby field uh, of of late. What were your first impressions when you met him? Oh, I think you had a little clip before. Um, he was a funny guy. He he didn't take life too seriously. Um, and he sort of he, he sort of um, sparked up a room. Uh, if it was sort of down, or there was too many serious boys in there trying to prep for the game, or, or got a little bit over the top as far as uh, thinking about the game before playing it, he'd sort of loosen the sort of the, the atmosphere in there and and try and get everyone sort of a bit more relaxed and a bit more sort of in a jovial mood, as opposed to sort of um, you know playing the game before we had to sort of play it. So that was my first sort of recollection of him, and also. Um, he was just a, a down-to-earth, decent guy. Um, you know, it's, uh, it was, I roomed with him a couple of times, and he, um, he loved New Zealand rugby. He was always picking my brain about, you know, what, um, what we did over here and did we train differently or, did we, you know, what, what were the things. And he was always trying to pick my brain about different qualities that maybe he could sort of take into his game. Um, he was obviously a big fan of Ian Jones, and I, I, I kind of thought those two players were very similar um, in their sort of stature and, 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 and their frame. So... He was always picking my brain about that, so he was always he was he was always sort of interested in stuff and always joint and 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 joyful as far as team meetings and all that went along. And 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 as a player and being a teammate, what was he like on the field to play with? Yeah, just a, just a hard grafter. Obviously, he was six foot six, six foot seven, so uh, you know a, a tall guy. Um, probably not the sort of bulk as some of the boys these days, but. You know, he just had a work rate. He just sort of he got he got stuck in nothing flash. Sort of did the did his job, the hard yards, up the guts, and sort of all that kind of work. But um, yeah, it was just a guy that you want beside you because he sort of he, worked, he had a work rate. You know, he didn't sort of even when you were going backwards, he'd be working um, as well as got obviously when we were going forward. So he was just a guy that just got on with things. Didn't sort of um, sort of argue or, or, or you know sort of drop his sort of bottom lip. He just got on with things and. He always had self-belief that um, maybe back in when I was over there that a lot of Scottish boys didn't have is that we could beat on our day some of the top teams. Um, he always had that belief and he was always, whether it was a stop of play and stuff, uh, due to an injury or something, he'd always be sort of talking in the um, in the um, in the sort of uh, circle there saying, you know, listen, we can still got these guys, we can still get, get over these guys. So he always had that kind of belief whereas maybe a couple of the other boys back in my day sort of with the Scottish boys, sort of against the big heavyweights, didn't believe as much as maybe Dottie did. Uh, do, do you think he leaves a legacy to Scottish rugby with that attitude? 
Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, he was he was a bit of a folk hero when he was playing over there. Uh, when I first went over there, it wasn't a lot of players that I actually knew. Um, he was the only one, especially in his early days when he had sort of the, the very white hair. Um, and um, but he was he was it was a crowd favourite. He sort of uh, you know unselfishly would be always be the one after the uh, after the game signing autographs and sort of last one to get up to the after match. Um, so yeah, he was always giving his time. Um, to uh, all the people that supported him and all the spectators, um, supporters. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think he would. I and mean, obviously uh, what highlights it probably even more now is what he's done in regards to his disease over the last four or five years, which is just sort of elevated into a sort of higher level and, and um, you know, sort of put him, put him in a place where, you know, he's trying to obviously get a cure for this um, terrible disease that he had, um, MND, um, and... You know what he's done in that regards um, will certainly put him in, in, in uh, a shining light as far as past and present Scottish players. Playing around individuals like that, and then knowing what's gone on and what's happened, which is incredibly sad, but you know that's it's 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 life, right? What do you think yep. he has left to you? Oh, listen, I think it's like you've got to take everything that comes your way, and you know you're going to get some hard knocks from time to time, and. And you know, you know, for Dottie, he's only a year older than myself. So, um, I guess in that sense, it's like you know, and it might be a little bit cliche and might be a bit silly, but always go and get yourself checked out. You know, um, make sure that um, you're doing your regular checkups and stuff. But also, I guess as far as rugby goes, just you know, enjoy it. enjoy the time when you had them. Because I know he certainly did. Um, being around him, it was sort of it was a sort of breath of sunshine, um, and. Um, and you know, just take every minute as, a, as you can because you know, back in the day, I would have never thought anything like this would happen to either himself or if we go back, Tom Smith, another guy I, I spent a lot of time with over there. Um, things can happen pretty quickly, and um, you've sort of just got to take things um, by the sort of neck at the time and, 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 and run with it. So, you know, he's obviously fought the disease for five or so odd years when he was probably given 18 months initially. So, you know, he, he's he's a fighter and. Um, you know, you just got you just got to roll with that and, and just take everything as it comes, and always be always be grateful for what you got. You must have a dotty a dotty weir story. There must be one sitting there that you're just dying to tell me. Surely. <laughs> oh God, I'm trying to think. Um, yeah, unfortunately, back in our day, there wasn't a lot of testing with the old kicks in the head, so uh, concussion wasn't as big as it is these days. So the old the old the old mind's a little bit blank these days. But um, <laughs> oh, okay. I think I, <laughs> I think um, I think uh, I think one of the stories is not really a story, but one of the things he was really well known for, and and um, it was it was a bit of a it was a bit of a thing going around with the Scottish team, is that. Obviously, being the Joker, he he would tell a lot of jokes, but a lot of the jokes were just terrible jokes. Uh, they just they just they just they had no real meaning or, or, or no real punchline. But because they were so bad, everyone would just laugh. You know, you've probably been around them yourself. A yeah. lot of people that they they think they're good, they, they can tell a good joke, but it's actually not a good joke, and they're the ones laughing. But because they're laughing, they get they make you laugh. So. Um, that, that was that was what I always remembered about him. He was always he was always telling jokes, but you know maybe one out of ten was pretty good, but then the other nine were just terrible. But you'd still crack up because um, because the, he was he was laughing too, and he had that sort of that radiant sort of laugh where you, you couldn't help but laugh with him because you know he was he was sort of um, he just thought it was hilarious. You and I call them dad jokes now, I think. 
Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah. My, my, my kids just walk out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> know the feeling. Hey, just just quickly, yeah. what was it like? You know, you you qualified through your grandfather. What was it like playing for another nation? Oh, I'll tell a lot of people the story whenever they ask them that. It's this. Um, obviously, it was a, a, an honour to play for Scotland and get the chance to play international rugby. Mm. But what, what, what the, 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 the most pleasing thing for me is this: this was my mother's father's nation, um, and the most beneficial thing for me was actually seeing my mum, because we lost our, I lost my dad when I was very young with a freak accident of electrocution, and so my mum, as I told everyone, my mum brought up myself and my brother, you know, a couple of the mongrels from Browns Bay, and um, and. Um, you know, it was it was more around uh, around her and making her proud of what she'd done as far as bringing myself up and my brother, um, all the hard yards that she had to do, and and then obviously getting the chance to get her over to to Murrayfield, um, watching the games, and also one of the highlights was actually meeting Princess Anne because um, my mum's name was Anne too. So you know, I mean, I, I loved it. Don't get me wrong; uh, it was it was an honour for me, and I you know wish I could have played more. Um, but uh, playing for Scotland, obviously, with all the history and the and Murrayfield and the national anthem, it's 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 you know it's sort of spine tickling. But um, one of the major ones was obviously to try and you know sort of give some sort of gratitude to my mum and and all the sort of hard work. And I know a lot of people are in this position all around the world, but for me that was you know the the, the massive benefit for me was to to make her proud and and um, see her smiling face. Um, as I ran out to the field. Oh, nice, man. Hey, mate, thanks for thanks for sharing your thoughts on Dottie Weir and thanks for helping us remember him, buddy. Yeah, no, no problem. And, and God bless uh, Dottie and his family. And, and um, yeah, sad day. Thanks, mate. Gordon Simpson just reflecting on the passing of Dottie Weir.